Hello everyone. We want to take this opportunity to say thank you. As we go at the Golden Boot, so do our needs, but we cannot do it without you. We ask that you continue to like our posts, share our content, and subscribe to our YouTube, Facebook, and other social media platforms. You may also visit thegoldenboot.com for the latest merch. If you would like to make a financial donation, you can do so through Cash App at Money Sign Golden Boot or through PayPal at paypal.me slash golden boot. We look forward to bringing you more laughs, knowledge, and entertainment. And again, thank you for your endless support. Sincerely and respectfully, the Golden Boot team. The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Welcome back to another edition of the Golden Boot. It's your boy Pooh Bear. I got my man Aunt Patty Murphy in the building. Got my guy Daniel D. Williams in the building. And uh, for those of you out there, if you are confused, this is actually episode 68. Uh, I made a, a clerical error. I put 68 and then I messed around and put 69. Uh, I guess I got a little excited. Boom. Anyway. And uh, <laughs> 69. That was funny. But. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> messed around and uh, then I realized it and I was trying to fix it and then I still forgot to fix it on the intro video. But we are here. We are here. Uh, what's up, normal guy? Got our man Julian in the building. Julian said he ready for this. Julian, I think the re- episode you, you ready, ready for, for tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. We're going we to go live tomorrow to, to settle sure. you know, saying some facts on that. Uh yeah, we have I got BJ Jones with us, man, to kind of help us with that. But tonight, you know what I'm saying, in about 20, 23 minutes or so, we'll have our man, uh, fan favorite, Makai Wingo, join us. Uh, but first, 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 fellas, how y'all doing on this uh, division around weekend? Doing good, man. I can't complain, brother. Can't complain. Short weekend, though, honestly. Feel like it. Feel yeah, like it, it does. Yeah. Uh Daniel, you, you went on the Thursday show. Joe uh, Tasty. Yeah, I got that one wrong. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just I've been, and, I've been and, you and, weren't you, you know what? You were not the only one. Uh I, I think for the Super Bowl show, I might try to uh I mean before you know what I'm saying the week before the Super Bowl, I might try to get our uh get our guy Allen on mm-hmm. Allen Bell back mm-hmm. on. Uh oh. I mean, is it is that me? No, nah, that's Daniel. Okay, but uh, yeah, I think 
The, the NFL got it wrong. They was already selling tickets I to told you. I Buffalo, told you. Kansas City. So I mean, like and like Sean Payton said, Atlanta gets shut out the playoffs once again. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh though the lot the, the betting experts had um they had Buffalo going and I, eh, you know. Yeah, I, I obviously, as we saw last episode, I I thought Buffalo win in the coast one, but I I was I was sort of right in the sense that Demar Hamlin gave them a little emotional boost. It just wore off in the first half, <laughs> and they after that they couldn't do anything. But yeah, they they were outmatched, and and I kind of think that that's what we were seeing. You know, that Monday night game. It was it was going it was trending that direction you know what I'm saying so right kudos to the Bengals you know that was the better team in the show yeah dang you still froze with yeah, us still in the portal he's still in the portal uh, but I guess we can we can start looking at um, this playoff uh, the, the the game so far um, the Chiefs game Chiefs Jags kind of played out how I, I saw it too. Um, it was a uh, Chiefs Jags were how should I put it? Chiefs get up a little bit, Jags bring it close, and it end in, in a one possession game. So yeah, yeah. So hey, let us know when you're ready, Daniel. Good. All right. Yo. All right. My bad, my bad. Y'all know how Cox is. Cox communication. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Just clear the air. Yeah. Hey, turn go back. Can you go back? Uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah, I, I kind of I kind of thought that it would be like a 10, 12 point. I mean, you know, 10, 13 point game. Yeah. But I think that Mahomes' injury kind of played a factor in that. Right. Dang, thoughts um, on uh, Jags, Chiefs. That's what we first – the first game we broke down. We'll start talking uh, about. Yeah, I mean, it was a better game than what, than what I expected, honestly. Uh, kind of like what Andrew said, the, uh, the injury to Mahomes, uh, which – Honestly, I do not believe that it was, that it, that was a dirty hit by Arden Key. Oh no, uh, <laughs> at all. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just surprised. I mean, that lets you know how good Doug Peter, Peterson is, bro. Like, yeah. he, honestly, he's a great coach. <laughs> I honestly thought the Jags was about to uh, shake things up for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, What's up, this old vet? We saw. Yeah. We kind of Chuck. My guy, I got Chuck checking in, but. Uh, Hold on, hold on, I just want to put this out there. Uh, we will be live tomorrow, HBCU hour, talking about Ed Reed. Yeah, I know, I, I know some of y'all gonna be looking for that commentary. So yeah, but uh, I think now we saw the familiarity with Doug Peterson and Andy Reed. You know what I'm saying? Both Correct. ways. You know, neither offense really was just explosive like they kind of have shown during the season, but. I think if a, a key point that not a lot of people didn't realize is the defensive coordinator for the Jags was on the staff for the Bucks 
in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. whenever they played Mahomes. So that he kind of already had a sort of a game plan of how to kind of slow Mahomes. And we saw that, you know, even before the injury to a certain extent. So I think that it was it was a surprise to me in the extent that neither offense was really clicking like I thought they would be, but the game kind of played out the way we thought. Yeah. But Mahomes' and, and, injury could really be a shakeup, though. And Rev come in and say, Trevor Lawrence, most improved quarter, uh, quarterback. Remember that conversation? Um, <laughs> what conversation? When we, we, we're talking about um, – we're talking about – yeah, so I I, I do want to say this. It's easy to be, to improve when your head you coach ain't grabbing booties everywhere. Well. I mean, <laughs> it's easy to improve if you weren't that good neither. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't great as a rookie. Yeah, and true, true enough, he didn't have much guidance. You know what I'm saying? He didn't yeah. have much leadership. Urban Meyer was horrible with, yeah, the, yes. with the kicker too. Come on, yeah, not not. But you got like, not only was he probably not the best on field leadership, you know what I'm saying for Trevor Lawrence, but midway through the season, Trevor Lawrence got to go answer reporters of why your head coach at a bar grabbing on women. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he put him in terrible situations off the field that he for had sure. to answer for. So. I, I can see he, him being the most improved quarterback, and obviously Doug Peterson played a big part in that. But at the I same the, time, Lawrence wasn't great last year. Yeah, sure. I see the see leadership he, in him too. Oh, Trevor yeah. Lawrence. Yes, I yeah, see it sure. a lot more now. So, for yeah. sure. well, I think I mean, part even, of that is he's he confident. For sure. I mean, even the game last week. I mean, throwing mm-hmm. all those interceptions and still coming back and helping his team win the game last week. I mean, that's that's impressive in itself, also. Yeah, I yeah. liked uh, last night. Uh, he left the field, but he waited in the tunnel and, and, and congratulated every guy uh, for the season uh, as they left the field. So, uh, I think Trevor right Lawrence. People. I think Trevor Lawrence is who Dabo wishes he was, honestly, as a person. Oh, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, he kind of looks I like, think, like Jesus. I, <laughs> What? I mean, I, some people would describe Jesus. I don't think Jesus uh, he looks like, like, uh, like he looks like an Anglo Anglican sect. First of all, I I, I don't want to get I don't, I don't, don't 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 look. Let me get that button ready. Go ahead. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> uh, I should say sad, but bro, I was saying sad, anyway. bro. Take it to yeah. There you go. First Take of all. He don't look like Jesus. He look like the picture that put they put up Caesar in the church. Bagoria. If the, which was uh I think they said that was uh, uh Leonardo da Vinci uh it's Caesar Bagoria. Oh yeah. Who's well, who Caesar Bagoria? Who's that? That's Here's not, not uh Leonardo da Vinci nephew, but it was uh the son of somebody like the Roman no. he was some anyway, yeah. Look it up for yourself. All I would say is all yeah. I was saying that's who the that's who the picture is of. It's a portrait of him. If, mm. if if it was the Bible version, what the Bible described, he'll be on the no fly list. I'm just saying, some of y'all will be mad and be <laughs> be be scared when he walked on the plane with y'all. Yeah, and just and, and Pooh Bear just pissed off the whole a whole yeah. religion. No, I, 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 I was about to say something that would have pissed off a lot of people. Real Christians stand up. That's all. Well, I, I say this too, though. I say this. <laughs> All that, all that wokeness. Jesus is probably the wokest person to ever walk the face of the earth. I mean, uh, yeah. just saying. How we? Well, it is Sunday. 
those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the golden boot podcast as yeah. a whole yeah, just to get it out the way yeah. but uh <laughs> <laughs> all right game two from yesterday eagles giants and since we talking about jesus the giants was praying all night they sure and, it and it just it wasn't answered. Uh, they did nothing. The score was the score nothing. was uh twenty. So here's the crazy part. Nothing at all. Over the the Philadelphia Eagles uh, halftime total was thirteen and a half. They Man, had that in the first quarter. They had that halfway through the first quarter. Yeah, first mm-hmm. two drives. So it was it. The game was it was it was twenty one twenty one nothing at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, Thursday probably was basically Anthony says the wrong stuff all day type episode because <laughs> I said Jalen Hurts was gonna be rusty and that man came out looking like he ain't missed a beat out you know so he look, he probably looked better that game than he had any time all season. So, so you took my place as bad takes. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> somebody had to do it. You know what I mean? So, but. Bro, I, yeah. I honestly thought that the Giants defense would have stepped you know, the way they played against Minnesota. Yeah. And honestly, it, they looked like they did week 17 or week 18, yeah. you know, but that week they was resting their starters. This week they had the starters and it still looked the same defensively. So I, I I was very disappointed in, in, in the Giants, especially Danny Dimes and, and Saquon, the way they had looked the past few weeks offensively. I mean, I mean yeah, Sa- Saquon dropped. was balling though. Yeah, Saquon was balling, but yeah. I mean, and it, and it wasn't all on Daniel Jones. He had, sure. you know, he had guys wide open and they dropping wide open, Drop, you know, yeah. passes and stuff. So that that ain't all on him, but that they offense left a lot to be desired from what we saw the last few weeks. So yeah. let me ask this question: Are they missing some pieces? Are they a piece away, or or is it just like it's they a, need it's a number one receiver for sure? In my opinion, I mean. They signed Galladay, and he was supposed to be that guy, but he's been a huge disappointment for he them. He hadn't played and, much either. Yeah, well, part of the reason why is because when he played, he wasn't good. So, I mean, he's no better than the Darius Slayton and Isaiah Hodgins that they've been, you know, working. And they got rid of Kadarius Tony. So, I mean, they yeah. they need they need a true number one receiver, honestly. And shout I, out, I really like uh, Kadarius. Shout out Kadarius, too. Yeah, yeah, I really liked him. From, from the 251. I just, I just, I just like throwing that out there. So, uh, we miss you, Desmond Little. We would, we would be all dead if we named all the people that came from our area. So, it's all right. We're gonna keep big facts. That's true. Big facts. That's true. Damn it! I was trying to piss him off. <laughs> oh no, you weren't. You weren't. You weren't. Let's name some NFL. You know what I'm saying? So, but, anyway. but nah. Um, game three. Yeah. Uh, Once again, Joey Badass. Whatever Listen. I say was wrong, pretty much. F him up, Joe. <laughs> I can't Joe believe you went against Joe, bro. I mean, Joe. I didn't, I didn't necessarily go against Joe. I went against four backups on the offensive line. Three. Um, yeah, three. You know, um, I went against 
Which, well, I went which with offense, the crazy part. The offensive they line, offensive line looks better, <laughs> look better than <laughs> Buffalo's, which it is did. crazy. And then I went and I went with more so the Demar Hamlin factor. You know, I knew he was gonna be at the game. Yep. I knew he was gonna give them an emotional boost. I just felt like they would have like he he gave like you could tell they came out. You know, they were playing the first half compared to how they played in the second half. The first half they came out with some kind of extra. You know what I'm saying? Motivation. They came out with a little bit extra. And I thought that that would have been what pushed them over the top. But that was what kept them in the game for the first half. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were way outmatched on talent-wise. So, I mean, Stephon Diggs basically non-existent. I mean, no, their running game was non-existent. Like, Josh Allen was trying to be Superman and – that that never turns out well when Josh Allen tries to do too much. So Chris actually made a, a very interesting stat that I, I may have mm-hmm. to double check, but when I saw it, I was like, "Wow!" Give his props, man. Hey, I give him his props. I told him I was like, <laughs> "Bro, you being logical and you got facts today." It's oh, Twilight. Yeah, zone. let me double check that stat while we look, while you're saying it. So look what Chris that, said was the last five postseasons, Stefan Diggs has. Zero touchdowns. And I was like, I was thinking, I was like, I don't know. But if that 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 has to be that must have to stop after the the uh, Minnesota miracle. Yep. Well, that's uh, that's three. The last three games, he hasn't scored. He hasn't the last two years for sure. Let me go to twenty twenty because they played last week. They They played last week. Yeah, they played last week. So that was it. And if that's true, boy. So his last one, I think it's his last four games. Because the last game of 2020 mm-hmm. and then last year and then this season. So that would be a four games. Four, four postseasons? Yeah, four postseason games. What about 2019? Yeah. He scored in 2019. He scored, okay. well, he scored in 2020. It just wasn't the last game of the 2020 oh, the playoffs. Last. Okay, so yeah, so okay. the last game of the 2020 playoffs, all of the 2021 playoffs, and then today, hey, he couldn't, be a, couldn't be an LSU wide receiver. <laughs> no, we don't do that. That's a Maryland wide receiver, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. Um, then we have uh, but yeah, Joe Joe went off. Um, Joe started yeah. the game nine of nine. Uh, they moved the ball at will, and when they got slowed down. They came back the next drive, uh, next drive, and turned up. So, just amazing. Uh, the Bengals look unstoppable. Look um, like they're gonna be back in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. They keep playing how they played today. If only somebody had predicted that. Oh, what up, Daniel? What's up, dog? We did that, did he? We did say that. What? Hey, I mean, they still got to win next week, though. You know what I mean? They ain't that's that true. yet. That's but. true. I, I, I'm so I, I do think that we'll get to that, though. We'll get to that. Yeah. I do think they get they'll they'll. Handle I think I think that Mahomes' injury is really gonna be a bigger, you know, what saying right. then because they, yeah. they were getting after him last year. He was fully healthy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, speaking of that, funny thing about it. Uh, Every time the Bengals score, Dylan run in and say, touchdown LSU. I was like, that's not LSU. He said, but it might as well be. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Makes sense. Uh, 
Then we have today or the the last game going on. Uh, shout out to we see I see Miss Nikki in the chats. What's good, Miss yeah. Nikki? Uh, you through crying? Got your tissues put up and stuff, and now you celebrating. <laughs> uh, then we got Jason Brunfield. What's good? Uh, but this game, I thought this game was gonna be very. I thought it was gonna be lopsided. Yeah. George, the Cowboys and the Niners. I don't know. I knew it wasn't gonna be that bad. I knew it wasn't. I thought it would be high, more high scoring. Yeah. I, but. I can, if I can be honest, I just, and I know he's from three one eight, good guy, but I just don't have that much faith in Dak. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. You ain't hurt my feelings. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Not a big fan of Dak. He a, he a good guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. All that stuff, and that's cool, but that don't win a football game. Right. And, and like he made two throws tonight where you were just like, well, what are you doing? You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, like bonehead. And, yeah, bonehead and place. that's the thing is last week, last week he looked great. You know what I'm saying? And the offense looked unstoppable. And then a week later, it's like such a roller coaster with him. And Jewish. as somebody who's been in the league that long and is – Seen as such a top quarterback, you would think that he would be more steady and more consistent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Julian brings and says, uh, reports have said that Diggs tried to leave early after the game before the coaches came in and talked to the team, said he had to be brought back in by teammates. So yep. It's going to be an interesting development. Uh, oh, Jason said Wednesday going to be fine. Actually, Jason, <laughs> we, I know you're a little bit fine. Tomorrow, we're going we're gonna to have, we're going to talk about that tomorrow. So, uh, we'll be back on Wednesday as well. Special episode. Special episode tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I, I think somebody just said it's uh, second and goal going into the fourth. Uh, well, touchdown. Well, there you go. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. So, it'll be Eagles, maybe, maybe 49ers. I don't know. I mean, this game ain't as far from over. Uh, but it's gonna be Kansas City and uh and the Bengals. So it's gonna be interesting, man. Super Bowl is gonna be interesting. But uh now to the Saints. We let's let's I'm gonna jump on this real quick. Um Saints per PFT, uh the Saints have said they want more than a first round pick for Peyton. Good. Good. Get everything you can. <laughs> Especially, especially, especially if it's Carolina, I need more than the first round pick because you a division opponent. I need your first. I need your first this year, a third this year, and a first next year from Carolina. Now, if we're talking about Denver, I'll take a first this year, first next year. You know what I'm saying? Like it all depends on where he, where he going. But I yeah, need you I need get, two picks this year for sure. Yeah. Denver ain't got that many picks this year. That's why I was saying, give me a first this year, a first next year because they ain't really got a lot. But well, actually, they don't got a first next year either because they gave it up to Seattle. So you're right. If it's Denver, give me a first this year and maybe a third this year too. But yeah, I yeah, uh, 4 year. Uh, today is the uh, well, four year anniversary of the Nola no call. We just had to bring it up, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was on the topics. Sorry, so, <laughs> just had to bring it up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That was listen. I, I have never. I broke. I broke my TV during that game, man. 
Never. I, I, I went to work and was like, man, the world hates Louisiana. That's facts. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say what I did after that game. We'll we'll say it after after the um episode. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it on on all right on here. All right. Uh Tony Dungy. <laughs> Let's talk about this, just just real quick. I'm we can make this real quick and then we'll we'll get on to uh to to our good friend. I I, I say our good friend, get on to uh our special guest. But uh Tony Dungy, um was at a uh, was was what I can forget what the it was. Rally a, it was a a pro life rally, just pro, say like yeah, pro life rally, and he was talking about uh, he he brought up Demar Hamlin and associated Demar Hamlin with uh, basically uh, pro life, uh, saying you know with with abortion, basically saying that uh, you, they saved his life and you can save a life too and stuff. Um, Thoughts before I, I say anything. I'm be honest with you. I didn't see the video. Yeah, I didn't see the video. I heard. I, that's why I asked y'all before the show. But the comparison is kind of. I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's the same. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very, very, very Olympian stretch. But yeah, yeah. And, he said every day in this country innocent lives are at stake the only difference is they don't belong to a famous famous athlete and they're not seen on national tv that i agree with um however i don't feel like using demar hamlin's injury and everything around that to try to you know, champion the cause. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if if you believe in what you believe in, that's fine. You know what I mean? But I feel like you don't have to try to drag him and his injury into it to try to, you know, further your cause. Um, now, I do believe that he had a point that, you know, there's other people whose lives are at stake every day that don't get the recognition, you know what I'm saying, and don't get the publicity of a DeMar Hammond. I, I agree with that. And that's that's really not Demar Hamlin's fault. That's more so the culture that we live in, and you know the c- celebrities being you know put on a pedestal and stuff like of that nature. So I think that's not really the the argument or the point he was trying to make, and it kind of kind of came off wrong whenever you try to correlate his injuries and you know the circumstances around that to abortion and and saving those lives. But I just I just hate whenever we got to try to bring sports and politics together and you know what I'm saying just keep keep it separate as much as you can and that was a unnecessary you know attempt to try to merge the two together whenever they had nothing to do with each other yeah try to politicize something that's not political exactly yeah yeah all right y'all ready mm-hmm. yeah because I really didn't want to talk about him no more but go ahead okay here's the thing and I I have no problem if you're pro-life, you know, what I'm saying pro-choice, that's that's your choice. I I I've, I have learned to let go of, of people's you know choices, you know, political, religious, whatever. I can go down a long road with 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 
problems on both sides. But I'll say this. The issue I have is, like you said, I understand what he said. He's absolutely right. There are non-famous people who lives aren't saved or, or, or aren't cared about or thought about as much every day. And I completely agree. But you use, when you use the Bible or you use something like somebody's injuries or something like that for for it's been, uh, to further your cause or to preach on something is strictly manipulation. Um, it's bastardizing uh, the religion or the cause that you're trying to uphold um, and it's uncalled for. Tony Dungy is a better man than that. That was, he, he's a better person than that. He's done uh, several great things um, for football and for Christianity, I'll say that. Um, this is not when people who are speaking out against Tony Dungy, it is not an attack on Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's an attack on I guess uh morals and ethics. Just and to to me, I'm not I, I wouldn't even say I'm attacking his morals ethics. I'm more so yeah. attacking what he did in that instance. And I'm not even I'm cr- Criticizing, I should say, what I, he I, did. Yeah, yeah, I should, yeah, yeah, I should yeah. say, attack, I, I should what say. he did in that one instance. You know what I'm saying? Not what he stands for, his beliefs, or anything like that. Just that one comparison that he did is really what I have issue with. I mean, as a man and what he believes in, I have no issues with that. That's that's a problem. I, I, that's a problem. Why? That's why a lot of of the younger generation has fallen has fallen away from church. Um, is because of things like this and it, it doesn't help anybody. Yeah. It, it doesn't. So, uh, but I, I, go ahead. Yeah. Now I think for me, man, especially these kind of topics, I don't talk about it. I'm going to be real with you. you I, I get saying? it. But like, I, I, it, it's, I, it's certain topics that I, I don't like to talk about. I don't like talking politics at all. Well, that's but the thing. I'm not. I'm not necessarily to, discussing yeah. his beliefs, and you yeah. know, and the political aspect of his beliefs. I'm yeah. just more so saying the comparison that he used, you know, to further champion his belief is what For I sure. have an issue with. If it would have been the other way around, you know what I mean, and he yeah. would have been on the other side of the fence, and he used the same comparison, I would have had an issue with it. You know what I mean? Like at some at some point in time, you have to keep you have to keep your beliefs. No, you you can say your beliefs and what you stand for, but you don't have to try to bring in everything to you know further your further your beliefs and kind of you know back up your beliefs. Not everything has to go, coincide that way. That makes sense. Yeah, not yet, uh, Jason. He asked, "Did we talk about Shannon? We we about to get there. We about to get there. <laughs> so, all right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I've been waiting on this. Makai, you ready? Ready? All right, we we've been we've been waiting on this one. I right, coming back to the golden boot. Our good friend, our good man. Uh oh, what? Oh, that's me. That messed up. Our good man, Makai Wingo, third team All American. Yeah. Yeah. Number, what they say? Number one, number one in your pro, or no, no number ninety-two in your programs. Number one in your. Heart. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, Makai? My man, I've been chilling, just chilling, relaxing. Yeah, yeah. What's up, man. Hey, so. Alabama game. I, I'm I'm gonna go there. I got that's not my first question, but I, I'm gonna say Alabama <laughs> game. Uh, my cousin hit me up. He said, "Hey, 
who is number 92? You <laughs> in the backfield the whole game. That's how I got Makai. He be on the show. He be on the show. Right, on the show. <laughs> but, yeah. man, how, how's it been, man? man? It's been good, man. You know, had a good season just in the offseason trying to do everything I can to get better. Uh, I just had uh, surgery on my labrum, so I've been chilling right now, just rehabbing and getting back. But, you know, I'm going to be ready for the season, though. That's what's, up. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. We, we got some important stuff we got to get to first. <laughs> Wakanda <laughs> Tudor came, man. Black Panther Tudor. I haven't seen it. Okay. Oh, All right. Man. All right. I, I already hit that button in this conversation real quick. I, think I ain't seen it yet. I promise you. I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I ain't seen it yet. <laughs> I, I just ain't got the desire to go watch it. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. But man, you know what? man, that's cold blood. I ain't even mad at him because I like yeah. the first one. The second one, I ain't like it, bro. I ain't really care for so it. So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said I, that. I really ain't going now. See, I, I, I was I just like about to say he was. I just, I just knew he was gonna come in and be like, "I ain't seen it, but I know it's trash." I ain't. I I, 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 no, no. I, so I, I, I say this. It was, it was well, like. It was more action than the first right. one, uh, but they played a lot on the – it. the way they explained why he's gone mm. made a lot of sense. It, it made a lot of sense in the in the MCU world. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it fit in and stuff. And it was really – it really was like a – it was a scene – it was a way for them to, like, do a memorial of him and, you know what I'm saying, say, hey, this is how we can move in the future. So it was it – was, I I like – I'm cool. I'm be- yeah, like, I'm be, I'm be, I'm keep my mind short because I don't want to spoil it for you. But I ain't like the way that my brothers and sisters were getting their ass kicked in that movie. That's all I'm saying. The whole I heard, movie, I heard about that on Twitter. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> the entire goddamn movie. Well, we learned how to swim. Now I'm just playing. Let me stop. Oh, I'm just playing. Stop. You went there. You went there. <laughs> Ooh, chill I'm out, just, man. I'm just, man. I'm about to hit the disclaimer just, again in the same. Hey, I, I, I'm just playing. We we are we we are some Olympic athletes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but let me ask you this: what What's the best movie you saw so far? Well, in 2022. 2022. Yeah. Man, uh, I ain't gonna lie. The Black Phone was good. Okay, I hadn't. Seen I like that. that. Okay. I, I hadn't um, seen that either. I know what you're it's talking a, about. I haven't seen it. Watch, watch this. Watch this. I ain't have the side to see it. I ain't have no motivation. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that was smooth, though. I ain't really, I ain't really seen too many, too many movies this year, though. But yeah, I, I, I was well, I mean, it. I, obviously, but yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah I was messing with, uh, I was messing with the black phone. Though. I like that. Yeah, I pro- yeah. probably the second best is probably the, uh, the Alabama film. <laughs> it's probably it was, sick. Well, it, was it was a good movie. <laughs> that was a good. One. That was a good. One. That was uh, good it was even better in person. Well, For sure. <laughs> uh, For sure. I don't know if you know, but uh, me and Daniel probably was on the field about as long as you was that night. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, nah, that was nah, fun. Was that was fun. That was that was probably. I have to say that was the best atmosphere, like yeah. game atmosphere, I have ever experienced in my life. Um, but man, you you talked about it. You know, saying you opened up with saying this season. You know, saying good season, man. How, what like your feelings about the season? Because I know it was some roller coaster moments, but yeah, man. I mean, there was some ups and downs, but you know, like 
it, it went how it was supposed to go. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change nothing. Just we just got some stuff we got to learn from and, and next year we're going to be better. You know, we didn't been together. You know, we had a lot of transfers. So, you know, the guys that's coming back, you know, we got more camaraderie with the team and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So make sure we're going to be close. And I think we're going to be ready to win it all next year. For sure. I like it. I like it. And then, of course, Makai, you had an amazing season. But, I mean, we talked about this on the, on the show literally every single week. Right. <laughs> the fact that we've never seen a team go the entire season with a three interior defensive lineman rotation is crazy. And you probably played what ninety eight percent of the snaps this past season. Yeah, man. I um I played the most snaps out of any FBS or FCS defensive lineman. So that's crazy. You know, it, it's definitely crazy when you think about it, especially especially playing in the conference that we play in. Like that's tough. So. Just, you know, just losing a guy like Mason, that, that was crazy. You know, you don't you don't count on things like that to happen or expect things like that. But, you know, he, he's going to come back and he's going to be angry. You know, he missed the whole yeah. season. So it, yeah. it's going to be fun. Yeah. That's, a, that's a hell of an achievement, though, bro. You know, playing more, especially like you say, in the conference that you're in, it just speaks to your durability, you know what I mean, and, mm-hmm. and the way you take care of your body. So kudos to you on that, bro. But now that's what I was going to ask you, you know, um, playing that many snaps, did, is there anything you did different this year to you know to make sure that you was able to, you know, play and st- keep your body ready to play like that, that many snaps? I mean, honestly, that that just falls back on the the training staff and um, like the nutrition with Dr. Frakes, like just making sure we we had what we needed, just taking, you know, getting extra treatment and doing that and just sometimes coming in and getting extra stretching in the weight room and things like that. You know, it's a long season. So I say they did a great job just, you know, um, monitoring our player loads and practices and and just things of that nature, just knowing that come game time, we're going to have to play almost the whole game. So they did a good job. So, and I'll say this too, Mikhail. I think what in the spring uh, of last year, you received an award for being one of the best, uh, you know, linemen. Yeah, workout linemen. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know whatever you call it, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, can you honestly say that had a lot to do with your past season, with your performances past season? Um, definitely. Just taking the uh, off-season program more seriously than I have in, you know, prior years. It, it definitely um, helped me take a huge jump in my game. Just being a smaller guy, you know, I had to take that the weight room serious because, you know, in the SEC, you got to be able to stop the run. And I think that's where my game improved mostly this year. So definitely. For sure. Uh, Makai, we saw you. Uh, we saw you inside. We saw you play uh, some in and stuff. Um, what don't you do, man? Um <laughs> <laughs> take take me back. What what moment stood out to you this this season? As far as like what what's the moment that's like, just like man that that was my game. I I, I really enjoyed that. Or uh, I, pro- probably the Ole Miss game when I got SEC D lineman of the week. No, I was just everywhere that game, stopping the yeah. run, getting pressures, sacks. So like that was the moment. Like yeah, like he's arrived. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. He can be what you need him to be. So. I'll say that that was one of the most fun games for me. Speak, speaking of that, everywhere on the field and having that he's here moment, um, how did, how did, how does it feel to be on the field watching Perk, Harold Perk, you know, get at like the Arkansas game and stuff like that? Like how does how do y'all feel whenever y'all see him do what he does like that? Yeah, man, you know, it's rare for a freshman to have that type of impact on the team. But, you know, at the beginning of the season, it was a surprise. Like, dang, he really doing this. But towards the end of the season, you know, it was an expectation. 
We yeah. needed him to help win games. So I said he stepped up to the table. You know, he did everything we asked of him. He started taking the film and stuff seriously, and he became one of the best players in the nation. Yeah. yeah. So, what kind? Of, let me ask you this: If you if you care to answer, you can. If not, um, in the social media, I, I know y'all don't really. I mean, I know y'all see social media, but y'all don't real pay in the social media sphere. It seems like fans kind of get divided amongst lines of, you know, saying JD, Nuss, uh, some even were at the time Walker, uh, stuff like that. Um, But we, from what we've heard from, you know, talking to you, Tank, uh, Emory, and stuff, Uh in the locker room is one big family and stuff like that. What is it like seeing those guys kind of compete, but, you know, saying bond behind the scene versus kind of what we, I guess you could say imagine. Right. I mean, you know, they both competitors, so they give it all they got every day. And it, it's not a, oh, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, the FCC didn't got us. Hey, BK didn't like that question. Yeah, they ain't like that question. <laughs> nah, they ain't like that question. Right, get them out of here. <laughs> 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 he'll, he'll be so back. You asked the wrong question. <laughs> I thought that was a good one, but uh, <laughs> hey, Chance, I'm gonna I'm ask him that. Uh, there he is. All right. <laughs> he hey, man, we we call. saw. Her. We we figured we figured. You know, what I'm saying we asked the wrong question. Hey, <laughs> question. Got a clip, bro. A clip. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but to answer the question, though, just like you know, when Jaden make a play, you'll see us on the sideline jumping up and down, celebrating with him. So, you know, we need. You know, we all know we need everybody to get where we want to go. So, right. you know, it's, sure. it's a family. Honestly, it's not no hating in it. No hating involved. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. So, let me, we we saw that uh, earlier this week. You were named as one of the the SWAT team leaders for you know for the spring. Mm-hmm. The, how how does that feel for you to you know to be selected as one of the leaders and and what role do you see yourself playing you know as as being a SWAT team leader? All right, so I was selected a SWAT team leader I think last summer as well, like okay. coming out after yeah. the summer workouts. So you know, um, it's just an honor just being able to lead the guys, just being a guy some people can come in and look up to that's doing things the right way, and that's gonna also hold people accountable. So you you know, it's a good thing just take the role, you know, they put me in a leadership position, so now I got to lead, just be more vocal with the guys and help the younger guys out that need help with anything, really. Makai, and also with, with that, that's pretty impressive, especially you coming in from the zoo and automatically being a plug and fit guy for mm-hmm. us and the leadership guy. Can you talk to us about like, so what is that process like? You being a natural leader and coming into a completely different environment with new teammates and everything, but they see you as a leader automatically, first day. Um, it's, really, it's really just coming in building trust among the guys, you know, not coming in with all this hoorah, doing all this talking or anything, you know, coming in and showing them, like, I'm going to put the work in to, you know, help y'all win. Like, it's a family. Like, I'm not here to do all this extra stuff. Like, I'm here to help y'all win. So I say that's the big thing, just uh, getting the trust from the your coaches, um, the training staff, and just your teammates. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I got a chance to ask you. A little bit about the the, the Smith pipeline that you're saying to be that y'all y'all starting to create a little bit. So, uh, could you could you tell us about some of them guys that y'all brought in from the Smith and 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 what is it about the Smith? You know where you come from that that makes y'all produce players after player after player like that. Man, honestly, it's Steeples. 
man, the corner coach, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's just a stand-up dude. He, he a real guy, man. And I just feel like all he did for me in, in, in high school and stuff, just like I owe it to him. I owed it to him to come in here and be on my stuff, not get in trouble, do everything right in the weight room, and perform on the field, you know. So, it, you know, he's just a great guy, a great leader. He, he's a leader of men. So I love playing for Coach Steve Woods, and I'll do anything for him for real. Like, that's my guy. Hey, so, you know so, what? So we could we can expect the other Smith guys to have that same type of mindset, then, right? Definitely. Okay, I like it. <laughs> I like it. And look, Makai, I say this: we like Coach Steeples too. And uh, I be in his inbox. You know, you know. Pause. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Big pause. You need, hey, you need to come on this show, man. Come on, bro. Y'all know what I mean. Come on, man. Man. He might pause on that one. Now, we 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 we, we, we try to work somebody. We, <laughs> no, yeah, work we get it done. I'm just hey, but uh, I I will say because I said I think I said the other night in either spaces or, or just private conversation amongst us. Uh-huh. Uh, if you look at it, like the guys that are coming in from you know saying the Smet and stuff, like is is the Smet right? Yeah, you know saying that right, All right? The Smet. The guys that are coming in. Uh, that he helped develop and stuff like that. I was like, imagine if he did that with a team. I mean, because if I'm not mistaken, the story I read, they went from like Owen whatever to, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. champions. Yeah. yeah. I was like. That's crazy. I knew then. You got to have some buy-in from the yeah, players. Yeah, but, to, but to people doubted that. him. You know what I'm saying? When he first got the LSU, people were like, I, he might be the weak link coach. Right. I, I, I say this though, you, real quick. He, well, to to look at the fact that we had basically a secondary that was, you know, just kind of pieced together, transfer, transfer, you know what I'm saying? We're one returning starter, you know, and to get that unit looking the way it looked throughout the season, he, to, to Makai's point, he's a leader of men because he got yeah. them all to buy in to whatever he was telling them, whatever, and they played as a unit, even though they had never played together before this season. So, I mean, he's he doing something right, and I just hope we can keep him around a little bit longer so we can, mm-hmm. you know, keep that dismiss pipe rolling rolling a little longer. <laughs> right, yeah. uh, we we got we do got one more question for you. Uh, Ryan, or, or, or Big Cajonis Kelly, says, ask <laughs> Wingo, which opponent O-line was your best slash hardest uh, matchup? Arkansas. Ooh. Arkansas had the best one we played, definitely, no doubt. Interesting. I, that's that's not one that I would have think people would yeah, expect. What made what that. made them? Was it that technique? Was it the, you know, the size of like what made them such a, a great offensive line? Was it the um, cold? <laughs> nah, I, I, would, I would say definitely technique. Um, because you know I played Arkansas last year in Missouri too, and that was again one of the toughest matchups on the O line we had played. Just. You know, the center, the center, he's the best center in the conference, no doubt. And just the three interior dudes they got, they were all all conference guys. So like, and they had they all like fourth year, fifth year guys. So they've been working together for a minute and okay. they just work well together. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. And pl- Makes plus sense. having an o, a o line guy as a head coach probably yeah. plays Makes a big, sense. big part in that. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, and Makai, let me ask you this question. We had uh, a big debate all right, during that Arkansas <laughs> week. Did the code affect y'all? I wasn't. Was was, I'm not sure. I can't speak for the offense, but I'll say defensively. Defensively, it didn't really affect us too much. Okay. Yeah, all right. But I can see for the opposing team offense and our offense how the code could affect them. But I didn't. Say, I wouldn't say it really affected us too much. Okay. 
I was mean, I had a petty moment. I had a petty moment. Okay. It was an early game, too. It was an oh. early game. I mean, okay. Half the, team, half the team was sick, too. Yeah. Uh, hello. Did we not mention that, too? Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that was Penny. more so what we was talking about, Mr. Sure. Petty Moment, sir. It was the fact that you had guys who was flu-like. Son. They had chicken broth on the sideline, yeah, bro. Was, Come on, man. Sick. I think I had a – I couldn't even sleep that night. I had an ear infection that night from getting off the hey. and stuff. So, yeah. you, know, you, you, know how, you know how you know it's sick. People sick. They had clam chowder. That's gross, bro. Yes. <laughs> Who idea was that to have clam chowder on the side? The, the, the let me yeah. see. Uh, I would think it's probably the 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 coach the from the northeast. Right. That makes sense. Where yeah, Doctor Frey's from? Where the nutritionist from? That's probably we gotta give him to swap that clam chowder. From. We gotta get him to swap that clam chowder with some gumbo next time, man. <laughs> well. <laughs> well <laughs> Brian Kelly ain't really know much about gumbo. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, McCall, let me ask you this. So going into the offseason, what's mm-hmm. the mentality of the, of the team right now? A lot of transfers uh, coming in. You got a lot of guys coming back next season. What's your mindset? You being a leader of, of the team? Uh, just making sure everybody bought in, honestly, and that, you know, every, don't nobody got the big head. We didn't accomplish nothing last year. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Just keeping everybody level-headed so we can get where we want to go this year. So that, that's the goal going into the off season. Love it. Yeah. That's crazy to say. Being that y'all yeah, was, then uh, I mean, SEC yeah, West, yeah, that's what I was about. SEC West champ winning ten games didn't accomplish nothing. I love, I love the mindset. I love the mindset. Well, this is also the same person who said, ah, I got that little war at SEC. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> SEC well, freshman. freshman. Yeah. I wanted the real thing. That, that, yeah. that didn't, yeah. Um, uh, so I so now that you're third team, that's a little award. You on first team All-American yeah, now, huh? That's, a, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? That was cool. <laughs> um, I got a I'm couple. I'm All-American, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm an All-American, yeah. but it ain't first team, so yeah. I, ain't, I ain't tripping off that. <laughs> it was cool, man. <laughs> Like, I'm an all American. I ain't all America, all America. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just, I recognize. Hey, what? You, so let me ask you because early enrollees, they started coming in. Um, y'all got a lot of people, mm-hmm. <laughs> new people that showed up. Uh, what, 24? If I'm not mistaken, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, yeah, so, have, how, you know, say, so have you gotten to meet? Oh, I, I know y'all have, y'all. You know what I'm saying did some workouts and stuff, but how how are those guys? You know, what I'm saying first impressions of them and stuff like that. I like the attitudes they coming in with. Like everybody coming in ready to just get to work. You know, they're not coming in doing too much talking. They they on top of their stuff. They showing up on time to workouts. They going to class. So you know, I like the attitude of the young guys. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what that's what's awesome. your what's your plan? Like, how's the the recovery plan for your, the surgery, and, and will you be back in time for spring practice and stuff like that? Um, it's been going real good. Uh, my flexibility and stuff been coming back, but now I'll be out for spring practice. I won't be back until towards the end of summer workouts coming into fall camp. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How, how long did you play with that injury? Probably the whole season, really. Mm. Wow. I know it really started hurting after, after that old Miss game. I had messed it up, but. Yeah, I just rolled it out until the end of the season. And he still was an All American. That's crazy. <laughs> it was, but but uh, we we can't talk about that because he don't really care about. He don't that. care about that. I mean, <laughs> he's an All American, but he ain't an All American. All American. Man, like we we like we said, we talked about it. Um, your attitude, you know, what I'm saying you know, what I'm saying the the team and stuff. 
Uh, I know you weren't here for the previous administration, mm-hmm. uh, but how much have you heard from some of your teammates about like, how different things are and how like the, the camaraderie in the locker room may be different and stuff like that? Um, just staying to a little more structure. I was saying just they say players are closer, honestly, like just we'll do anything for each other, really. So that's the main thing, just everybody being cool with everybody. So that's the difference. Yeah. Right. Y'all, y'all got more football questions because I'm, I'm about to get silly real quick. No. <laughs> All right, let me ask you a question. Ever man, I, I got a question. Hitman Hollow. Yeah. STF from St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. How, what do you think about his evolution? Because he went from, you know what I'm saying, the whole hard battle rapper to, you know what I'm saying, he got his teeth fixed. He like the pretty boy Model 9. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wasn't he a lot of now too? Yeah, he yeah, a lot yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm, he cool. He went mainstream. I uh I used to play football with Hitman little brother, so like I, I okay. mess with Hitman. Like oh, like I've been watching him since I was a kid, really. Like his battle versus Arsenal when I was young, young. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Arsenal used to I ain't gonna say he scared me, but I was I'll be scared <laughs> watching the, the, the battles because I was like, somebody finna fight. Somebody gonna swing yeah. <laughs> Like he had some, yeah, it's been some it's been some le- it's been he, some legendary battles with Hitman. Man, listen, yeah. this dude said something about somebody mama one time. And he was like, "Yeah, I know your mama did, but let me talk about it. Let me tell you." About it. I'm like, "Golly, yeah, Arsenal, hey, anything yeah. goes, man." Yeah, but uh, man, 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 um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think that was it. That was the only thing I had. So let me ask you this: You had crawfish yet? This yeah. year? This year? Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, no, not, not this year. Not like since it. Not like since it came back. Like you know what I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. But so well, you're not one of them. February, anyways. Yeah, you're yeah, not I, one of them guys. You're not one of them who 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 like don't get down with the crawfish. You know, we don't had we don't had some some people not on this show necessarily, but some you know people come to LSU and they ain't really dive all the way in with the culture. You know, so wow. how how, how far? You messing with? All right. What, what's the, what's the best? I, I what's the crawfish. best food you done had since you've been on campus? And best food. Uh oh. See, ask the, the wrong question. Ask the wrong question. Ask the wrong question again, man. Hey, Doctor Frank, say, don't you answer that? <laughs> don't you answer that? <laughs> you better say you better, a salad. You better say that grilled chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Got that man eating Caesar salads every Uh-oh. day. There you go, Doctor Frank. I don't know why I keep kicking me out, but. Doc, Dr. Frakes cut you off then. I know. No, that, was, that, was that was him. him. That was him. You, 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 were, you was about to say something other I than mean, grilled chicken and a salad. That's why he was going to cut you off. I mean, Raul, Raul is like that. Obviously, them Philly cheesesteak yeah. egg rolls, like them like that. Yeah. I, mess with, I mess with Boiling Roo. Obviously, yeah, like the Italian spot Geno's. I mess with that. Like Blue Store, obviously. I've been everywhere for real, for real. Hey, you I'm, haven't been to Lafayette, though. You need to come 45 minutes. <laughs> it, the food is way better, bro. I'm just saying. You sure? I'm, saying. I'm positive, though. Everybody go. said that, though. Everybody said yeah. that when they're from Louisiana. They say New Orleans got the best food. No. Mm. I, I, yeah, I, see, I put it to you like this. New Orleans got the like the biggest diversity. You know, you can get the Cajun. You can get some it. Caribbean. You can get a little yeah, bit of everything. You know, but then Lafayette is like that true Louisiana, like Cajun food that you... When you think Louisiana, that's the food you're thinking of in Lafayette. And Baton Rouge, a little bit of a little bit of everything too, but they ain't they ain't got this big of a selection as New Orleans does. They ain't got the Caribbean type like New Orleans got. Yeah. 
But up here yeah. where I'm from, we ain't got uh, we just got some soul food up here. Yeah, it's because they it's Texas, halfway Texas. But let me, see. Let me <laughs> see. I'm nowhere near Texas. Oh, you closer to Texas than me. I, I know the answer to this. He said, Do you eat you eat some boudin? But you because you don't eat pork, so I don't eat pork, so I ain't had don't eat pork. Yeah, yeah. So that's the answer to that. Hey, they got some vegetarian boudin too. I don't want no vegetarian. I need some protein. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Frank said, "Listen, he ain't got to get vegetarian now." <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, uh, Mardi Gras is coming up. Uh, this will be the actual first. What? what yeah, this will be the first time you've actually been able to catch Mardi because you weren't here for. No. Uh, In my second, I was last last oh, to be the second. Oh, yeah, okay. Last okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I ain't know if he got here after uh Mardi Gras season or whatever. But uh, are you gonna be able to participate with the with the you know? Uh yeah, I'm gonna go down there. I should be able to. Is Zulu? <laughs> hey, be, be safe, man. Be I'm safe. I'm already knowing. Last time, man, place. Last time I was down there, some folks got killed. Right, man. Like right in front of the BNB. Uh, I say I'm going home. I'm going yeah, back to yeah, the yeah. <laughs> Smart, Smart man. Smart yeah. man. Smart yeah, man. It's different, man. Right. Be safe. Well, listen, okay. It's been it, it, it it's truly is like it's an honor to have you on talk with you again. Uh, all last season, you know, so I was like, oh, I you know, what I'm saying he said that was gonna happen. All oh, this yeah. happened. <laughs> so, looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to another great season, man. And and hey, if you need anything, let us know. Uh, tell them, tell the people where they can find you. What like on my social medias and stuff? Yeah, your social yeah. medias and stuff. Uh, my Twitter, Wingo Makai. You know what I'm saying? Instagram underscore dot K H I five I's. So that's all I'll be on for real. Makai, you have any partners that you want to shout out that you're currently working with? Any partners? Yeah. Nah, no, 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 not yet. <laughs> got it, got it. Y'all heard that man, that man, that man, y'all need to reach out to that man. We're gonna be like Sesame Street. This episode was brought to you by the letters <laughs> N, I, and L. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, y'all hit up my boy, man. Help him out. You know what I'm saying? Take care of him. Uh, he take care He take care of us. You know, yeah, so sure. keep us in, in plenty of games. But Makai, again, like I said, it's been an honor. Look forward to talking to you next time. Uh, I'm going to catch up with you, man. We come to the game in, in the Tiger Walk. I know y'all be having the headphones on, Will. We had to catch you. I'm, I'm, well, we could, we probably would have caught you at the at the Bama game, but somebody, yeah, somebody had us. Yeah, that's your fault. I had, I I had, I had him a little out of there, bro. That's my fault. (laughs) 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 My dad, your (laughs) team. Stay away from, stay away from it. For sure. I need to get some for more sure. of that. Nah, All right, man, uh, appreciate you for coming on, bro. And hopefully next you, time man. when you come on, you'll be a real All American, not just the All American. Yeah, he's an All American. He's an All American, but he ain't an All American. All American. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, That's our guy, Makai Wingo. Yeah. Man. The man. The man. Yeah. All right. Good dude, man. More snaps than everybody in FCS and FBS combined, yeah, bro. Yes. That's that's wild. That's, that's wild, bro. I didn't even know he played the season with a torn uh, yeah. That, yeah, that's that's, nuts. that's even that, that makes that stat even more ridiculous. 
and impressive. You know what I'm saying? Like impressive. Yeah, and he was all American. That's even crazy. I mean, he was. All I mean, American. all American, but he but, wasn't all American. All American. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> like he was, he was on the list, but you had to scroll down a little bit before yeah. you got to his name. You know what That's I'm saying? Crazy. What a nation. Nah, man. That, hey, that dude is is awesome, man. I, I look forward to to next year, man. Yeah, for, for real, sure. man. Bright bright future for that young man, for real, man. Hey, shout out Miss Wingo too. Yeah, Miss Wingo yeah. say great interview, yeah. son. No, hey, hey, you did an you, excellent job. You were able to find your man. And we appreciate you trusting Baton Rouge and LSU to, to continue, yeah. you know what I'm saying, helping him grow. So thank you, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, man. Uh, all right, let's move on, talk about the next greats. Uh, and that's gonna be LSU women's basketball, man. Uh hey. Angel Reese. I say that can, before we, before we go to Angel Reese, mm-hmm. I, I want to say this one thing. Uh, this, this team can win it all this year, uh, Daniel. You, I think you've been saying that for a long, and I don't disagree that they can. Uh, I think that this team will go as far as Alexis Morris takes them. Bingo. I feel I like, like Angel like Angel Reese is gonna give you what Angel Reese gives you. She's gonna do what she do. Yeah. Yeah, she does. She you're getting a double double every night. You can guarantee mm-hmm. that. And and Flage is gonna, you know, she's gonna play her role and she's gonna give you that spark. But when Alexis Morris is on, this is a totally different team. And we saw that against Arkansas this past week when Alexis Morris doesn't have a good game, this team doesn't play to the level that we expect them to play. And sure. if she if she's playing to the level she can play at and to her full potential, this team could beat anybody. But whenever she's not having her best game or she's in a funk from the floor, whatever the case may be, this team sputters. And and I think that that's one reason why I said next year I think will be our, our championship team because we'll have more people who we could depend on instead of, you know, one person kind of being that, that linchpin for the team's success. And I, I'm going to tell y'all like this, too. That game against Arkansas, the Mavericks Center was rocking, bro. I'm telling you, the next SEC home game, I will be in that number. I may be all the way up there, but I'm going <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because, honestly, I haven't experienced a college, a college basketball game environment uh, like that before. So, uh, shout out to the students, man. And shout out to the fans. You should have went back to you should have went back in the Simone Sylvia days, man. It was yeah. crazy back then, bro. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get it back there. You know, I, I mean, to me, it's 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 right there to me. Yeah, it's yeah. it was it was crazy. It was rocking on. Uh, what was that? Wednesday night, Thursday night. It was either Wednesday or Thursday. It was one of them nights. I think it was I Thursday, think it was Thursday night. night. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was after our show. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. All right, so I ain't, I actually got this up here. Uh, Angel Reese, uh, she actually had some ve- a very glowing review of uh, of Flage. So I yeah. want to play that for y'all. Let me just say, Flage is the hardest working player I've ever played with. She gets in the gym. She's hard on herself. She works very hard. To be an athlete, a student, and a rapper is hard, and she does it. Like, I don't see anybody else doing that. And as a freshman, being able to jumble everything that she does, Flage works. She works. Everything that she does, it shows on paper. She works. She works for everything that she does on the court, off the court, in the classroom. She does it. So I'm giving her freshman of the year. I I, I got her freshman of the year over anybody. <laughs> That's dope, hey. man. That's hey. big, man. 
Because I mean, I can't argue with it. I mean, then, and, as, and as the leader of the team, if she, if the leader of the team sees it, you know what I'm saying, and she's the one who's who's willing to, you know, give you your give you your accolades. Who am I as an outsider to say that? You know what I'm saying? That's not the case. So, I I'm with it. I'm all for all right. it. And then not only that, bro, that goes so that goes a long way for team chemistry. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The fact that she's doing it in the public eye. Like, she probably says that to her every day. But now, I mean, the whole, the entire world is seeing you say this about me. Like, I have, I mean, I'm pretty sure that took her respect for uh, Angel Reese up another notch, if it wasn't already at its highest. But, uh, man, shout out to Flage. And also, I don't know if y'all seen that little Boosie, uh, his daughter, free, uh, freestyle about Flage. She cold. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. I know that was random. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I do like that. Uh, Angel Reese is because I know we we giving her a lot of kudos. She uh, sure. she's taking some flack, um, but I, I love the fact that uh, her leadership, man, she yeah. stepped up and told you know what I'm saying. You talked about uh, Alexis Moore. She stepped up and told basically was telling Alexis, "I need you to do this." Uh, like, so we, we can need win. We need, oh, oh, well, not I need you. Yeah, yeah we need yeah. you to do this. Um, next, so we and next, next possession, Lexus Moore scored. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like when yeah. she got in her face, basically, and was telling her, you know, get your head in the game. We, you know, basically being a leader, and it, it, Alexis responded. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, you know, and, that, and that's what happens when look the, in her eyes. Yeah, <laughs> that's know, what that's, that's the, that. that's crazy. the the. But the fact that her teammate responded just shows, you know what I'm saying, how much it actually it works because yeah. they, you know, they they buy into what she says to them. And so I mean, kudos to the fact that Angel Reese came in first year being on the team and has already stepped into that role, you know, as the leader. That that says a lot to her and and it says a lot to the team that they, you know, respond to that. So for sure, it's it's it's, de- it's definitely what you want to see from both from both sides. But that ain't the um that ain't the only thing that that came out of this game for uh, Andrew Reese. It's not. Uh, there's uh, five seconds left in this game, and uh, Dallas is what down is by a touchdown. It's nineteen twelve. It's a wrap because they're gonna have to throw a hail mirror. But they they looking at this play. Did he? I don't know if he got both feet in bounds. I don't know. But but back to Andrew Reese. Uh, yeah. you got yeah. the that tweet, Pooh. Yeah. So <laughs> she's Andrew Reese says, "I'm too hood. I'm too ghetto. I don't fit the narrative, and I'm okay with that. I'm from Baltimore, where you hoop outside and talk trash. If it was a boy, y'all yeah. wouldn't be saying none of, none at all." Let's normalize women showing passion for the game instead of it being embarrassing. Big facts. Big facts. And time and time again, we've seen in sports, especially with with black women, where their passion comes across as them being angry or emotional or whatever the case may be. When you have a male tennis player yell at the umpire, they say he's fiery and he's really passionate. But whenever Serena Williams does it, she's overly emotional and she can't control her emotions. And you know what I'm saying? She has outbursts and things of that nature. And then when Angel Reese 
Whenever, whenever she shows her passion and emotion, she's seen as a thug and needs to be more ladylike and all these kind of things. But whenever a man does it, we applaud him for, you know, showing that passion and, you know, playing with passion and stuff like that. So it's a double standard in sports that's honestly old and needs to get, you know, get rid of. But I, sure. I have no problem with what she did, you know, what she said. And even the, even the fact whenever she said, I can't do it by myself, I need y'all's help. She wasn't saying that she's better than the rest of her team. What she was saying was, I'm giving my all out here. I need y'all to give y'all all too and help pick, you know what I'm saying? And basically being a leader on the team. So I, I'm tired of people trying to twist and and basically uh, create this false idea of what she was doing. You know, I'm basically making it seem like she's trying to put us up over the team or anything like that when all she was doing was what we applaud men for doing every day, every time there's a, a, a men's game. Yeah. For oh, sure. they, they just ruled a pass incomplete. Yeah. Uh, but the play, back to injuries, the play that uh, where where everybody was kind of talking about that brought sparked that conversation, uh, she blocked the sh- <laughs> a shot with one shoe in her hand. And got a technical foul for looking at the woman. That's yeah. crazy. But yet, but yet we applied dudes for dunking on people and standing over them. And we one of one of the one of the most famous plays in NBA history is Allen Iverson stepping over Tyron Lue while he looking at him. The same type of thing that Andrew Reese just did. We put that on highlight reels when men do it, but we call out women whenever they do it. And I'll tell you like this: There's a video circulating from this past weekend. Uh, Mikey Williams just yep. dunked on that's, a, that's that's why I said dunking on him and standing. That's the reason why I said that because of that video. Double standard, bro. It's yeah. crazy. And not just the reason why I said it because of that same clip that I said. Not, yeah. not just that. Um, young black men, young black women, um, when they show passion and stuff, and, or or they they do flashy or they dance or something, their label is thugs. First of all, stop your dog whistles. Hmm. You know, thugs is a cold word. Hmm. Um, that's the one word you can say with a hard R if you want to. Um, the problem is nobody calls Tom Brady a thug after he breaks the tablet on the sideline. Right. Nobody calls Gronk a thug when he's spiking the ball. Nobody, as a matter of fact, the year that Cam Newton and, and the Carolina Panthers went to the Super Bowl and Cam Newton was dabbing and Superman and on everybody, <laughs> nobody had a problem with Travis Kelsey hitting uh he uh hitting the coin flawlessly. Yeah. Might might I say the most flawless hit the coin mm-hmm. I had ever seen. Travis Kelsey hit that thing. Nobody had a problem with it. It was like, well, oh yeah. look at they had, a, they had, they had, they had a problem. They had a problem. They had a problem with Cam doing this, but yeah. they didn't have a problem with Aaron Rodgers doing this. Yeah. The little championship belt. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a double or, standard, or man. You got Josh okay. Allen. Every time somebody touches him, he wants to get in their face and try to throw, ha- have a fight. You know he, what I'm he saying? Actually so, started, he started two fights uh, in the last two. He started a fight with Christian Wilkins, and then he started tried to start a fight with the uh, with, uh, the Cincinnati, but then he walks away. And, and let's mm-hmm. everybody else fight, right? So it, it's 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 a, it's aggravating. Um, and as you already mentioned, Serena, um, I'm trying to think of the female, other female, the WNBA and stuff like it's like any any time, as you said, any time, 
it's unladylike and stuff. Stop. Why? It's sports. Even, even it's them sports. gymnastics. Even them gymnastics. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And whenever they they Gabby Douglas, you know what I'm saying? They'll criticize her for how she responds. But whenever her teammate does something, oh, she's just upset. You know, she's just you know. But you know what I'm saying? All that like they they make excuses for one side. And then Carissa Shields is another one. They make you know they make excuses on one side, and then they demean on the other side. It's just double. I tell look, I work my ass off every single day for this sport, doing what I love. If you don't think I'm gonna be passionate about it, exactly, and come out and give 110 percent and not want to waste and, and get aggravated whenever things are not going my way, I'm going I'm going to show some kind of emotion. I'm sorry. I'm that's just yeah. how it's gonna be. So. Period, poo. Ain't that what the kids say? Period, poo. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. My daughter be saying that, but uh, or used uh, to mine, mine too. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. uh, my daughter better not say that crap. Oh, uh, you ain't gonna be able to stop her. Oh no, no. First of all, by the time <laughs> not ready. Uh, for that. <laughs> by, no, by, by the time, time your daughter, it, it'll be something different by then. It will. Lol, I roll. KJ Williams. It's probably yeah. the, the the only bright spot um, from this past week in men's basketball. KJ Williams reached two thousand points, uh, two thousand career points. Uh, congratulations to him. I wish he could score two thousand in one game. They might never mind. I almost said something. <laughs> they might still lose. I said I can no, lose for you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, men's basketball is currently on a six-game losing streak. That's why. And then it don't look like it's going to get better anytime soon, man. Yeah. But Kudos to Matt McMahon, though, because I will yeah. say he's uh he's saying the right things. You know what I mean? And he, as bad as it's been, the team hasn't completely given up all the way. The yeah. effort was better last game, but mm-hmm. it's the talent. It's just a talent differential right now, bro. Right. And then the thing is, I mean, what is he going to come in and say? I mean, ain't nobody else walking in that locker room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is it's what he fake. has until the offseason. You know, and this yeah. is the cards that he's been dealt, unfortunately, this season because of the last regime. But he improved. Just give him some time. Yeah. Like we've been All saying. Right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, conference championship, NFL conference championship weekend is set uh, mm. in the AFC. It's the uh, Cincinnati Bengals versus Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, and then it is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm sorry, San Francisco 49ers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. What's good, Josh? Give me Joe Shiesty all day. Yeah. 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 We can get though. So, I like that. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm going to do the UFC one real quick because, yeah. Uh, Jamal Hill becomes the first Dana White Contender Series participant to win a belt. Uh, He won the uh, light heavyweight belt last night beating uh, Glover Teixeira. Super Uh, (laughs) champ. First of all, I've never never seen somebody be wobbled half the fight. (laughs) And survive like yeah. that. That dude is he got us, you know, what I'm saying who and he actually I think he retired after the fight. 
Yeah, he's older now, too. Yeah. After that, ass kicking. Yeah. Nah, man. Nah, he, he's older, older anyway. But yeah, man. So, you know, he, uh, Jamal, Jamal Hill had 232 significant strikes, my bad, which is a, a UFC light heavyweight record. So yeah. he uh he literally put that work in. Bro, but but the thing <laughs> is, was was so impressive. Glover was taking them shots, bro. Like, oh, he got a chance. He got a chance. Yeah. He's always he's always he's always had chance. Uh, it, hey, hey, it, it was Lil Jon song in there. Shot, 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 shot. Yeah. <laughs> taking them, yeah. but uh, he yeah. was taking shots like a goalie last night, bro. I ain't lying to you. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Ant. The pails, man. Uh, oh, will they man. get healthy? Will they get healthy in time to make a a push for the uh, for the top seed or for a top seed? Yeah, uh, that'd be that'd be healthy enough for that. Um, top four seed, I'm assuming is what you asked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Zion is getting his um his checkup, I guess you would say, next mm-hmm. week. Um, so he should be back in a week or two. Brandon Ingram is the real concern. Uh, but yeah, as long as he's him. back by, as long as he's back all around All Star break, they'll be they'll have plenty enough time to because they're not. I mean, they're not far out now of the the number one seed. I think they were three and a half games back. Right. Oh no, nah, they three and a half games back of Memphis. So oh. yeah, they they. I mean, they're number four right now. So you know they they um they ain't too too far away from you know. It's just all of a matter of. Getting healthy soon and and keeping Memphis and Denver from running away with the thing, but I think they'll still stay a top four seed. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of Memphis, speaking of Memphis, Lakers versus the Grizzlies. Uh, this is starting to get real contentious. Um, <laughs> is this a button robbery or is this just like ah, they nah, just had, I think that's I, I, I'm not gonna say the Lakers and the Grizzlies are. I think that's how the Grizzlies and everyone in the league, or well, at least everyone in the Western Conference are. Uh, they they talk a lot for a team that ain't never really done nothing. Um, and some comments made by their leader about. Uh, we good in the West. I ain't got to worry about nobody. Like those type of comments mm. from a team who ain't never really done nothing is uh is mm. is kind of the attitude that makes people want to you know go against you, root against you. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. then whenever and whenever you you know you give people you put a target on your back like that, For sure. people gonna come at you and try you. Then you you pop back off. I mean, it's it's gonna be that type of. I just feel like they that's that type of team, bro. They they got a lot of loud mouths over there. I so, think I think I think if you're a Memphis Grizzlies fan, you love it. If you're not a fan of Memphis, you hate it. You know. Yeah, it's that Memphis. I like. I, world. I, 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 yeah, I love the swagger. I ain't lie to you. They fun to watch. I love watching them. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't mind the swagger. I have a problem with the the talking when you ain't done nothing. Um, yeah. You 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 have to earn the right to talk, um, and being number two in the regular season and isn't doesn't warrant having that right to talk. You know what I'm saying? Look, like, I don't know who who said this, Aunt Pooh. Um, somebody said before I was the best, I spoke like I was the best. I don't know who said this. Somebody said it that was the best. I, Okay, that's what it's one thing. It's one thing. It's one thing if you saying I'm the best. 
it's another thing if you talking down on everybody else when you haven't got there yet. Fair. Mm. David make a good point. Says as much as I despise Draymond, he at least he has four rings. That that's different than swagger. These boys ain't won a damn thing. And then <laughs> that's, uh, that's true. Uh <laughs> Jason Brownfield said uh Dylan Brooks said he was forcing LeBron left. The issue is LeBron is left-handed. Something didn't read, somebody didn't read the Sky report. Yeah, it's that's man, it's that what I said. That's they talk too much for a team that doesn't really have a right to talk. Now I don't have no problem with them feeling like they the best. But oh, yeah. it's one thing and feeling like you the best and going out there and talking like you the best is two totally different things. Yeah. Uh do do you want to talk about uh the Shannon Sharp now. I know, I know that's part of no, we can go ahead and keep it moving. All right. Uh well, that's it. That's it. So we're ready, we're ready for out the call then. Let's go. I'll go first and I'll oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's a, it's, 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 it's you Perfect me. Perfect segue. Yeah. Perfect yeah. segue. Yeah, I need Shannon Sharp. What is his name? T Morant and um everybody else on the Grizzlies to come down to the front. Not T Martin. Not yeah, not T Martin, Chris. T Morant. Uh play that, play that uh for me, Chris. I mean All right, so if y'all don't know, uh, there was a situation between Dylan Brooks of the Memphis Grizzlies and Shannon Sharp at the, the game between the Grizzlies and the Lakers. And then the rest of the Grizzlies came over and John Moran's dad came over and they all exchanged words with, with Shannon Sharp. First of all, um, Shannon Sharp, you, you you know better, bro. Like you, You've been a player that play at the highest level. You know, you know what it's like for fans to heckle players and – for you to be on the other end of that and do what you've had done to you in the past, you you better than that, bro. Um, but more importantly, Dylan Brooks and the rest of the Memphis Grizzlies, what the hell y'all doing? How y'all let Shannon Sharp get the whole team off the bench and over in his face talking noise like y'all ain't got a game to play? Um, first of all, if y'all weren't so worried about people's perception of y'all, y'all wouldn't be upset about things like this. Uh, people going to talk, especially whenever y'all talk the way y'all talk. Y'all can't react to everything people say. And y'all know y'all didn't want no smoke with that, man. So I don't even know why y'all ran over there doing that. Steven Adams about the only one I feel like would have done something in that situation. So Jai... Dylan Brooks and all that tough talk bravado y'all be doing. Y'all can cool it with that, bro. Y'all ain't about that life. But I do want to commend T. Morant and Shannon Sharp for uh being grown men, you know, and hashing it out after the fact. You know, cooler heads can't prevail and, and not everything has to, you know, has to escalate and, and become a, a beef or anything like that. So kudos to them for handling it and squashing it after the fact. But those are... Uh, <laughs> Both parties was wrong in that, and Memphis Grizzlies, y'all ain't never gonna make it to the top if if, if that's the way y'all acting and that's the stuff y'all worried about. All right, I got something to say too. 
And it's it's kind of I think it's it ties in with all this. I, I just want to say it ties in all this. We all know Shannon Sharp what about 50, uh about 56, 57, something like that, 55. Look good for his age. He's an older man though. Y'all, y'all, y'all will figure it out when I when I get there. Hold on, let me see how old he is. 54. Shannon Sharp, 54. Black don't crack. Shannon Sharp, 54. Just want to say that. Memphis Grizzlies, a couple games ago. We've been talking about them talking trash. They were talking a little trash to LeBron. LeBron got upset. He told us, hey, this your last time disrespecting me. Bro, uh, you know, say, hey, chill, bro. I'm not chilling. He ain't hooping. He talking ish. He said, that this last MF in time, we're going to say, I'm going to say it. Y'all going to stop talking. He said, take, start making more shots. Then you can talk to me. He said, I don't effing play that and stuff like that. And then LeBron came down court and he punched it on him. So that's going to lead to uh, uh, something I just want to throw out there, uh, let y'all understand, get y'all to understand. Uh, LeBron is older than, than most of them. Hey, he's, I ain't on most of them. He's older than all of them. So I just want to say this. Look, young fellas, when I say young fellas, Chris said it best. He said it earlier. I don't want to go nowhere with somebody my age except for a, a, a buffet. But anyway, listen. All you young dudes, it's this thing called old man strength. I didn't believe it at first until I found out. Y'all know the saying, F around and find out. Y'all going to keep messing with LeBron, and y'all going to keep messing with Shannon Sharp, and you're going to F around and find out. You better sit your little young tail down somewhere, win the game, hit some shots, practice your jump shot, you know, say instead of report or something. And then Dylan Brooks, you came out talking trash with that with that lazy uh, – uh, I'm tank top man, white. I, I ain't gonna call man, it. That man came out in a wrestling outfit. Hey, that's he, what he had under there. He had he had on the big show. He had on the big show. He had on the big show ones. Yeah, the big show wrestling uh, ones. Uh, he, he, he looked man, like it snap on the bottom. I'll just say that that shirt snapped between the legs, and you out here talking trash. First of all, <laughs> old man strength gonna take you out. Y'all young dudes. Slow your roll. And y'all too disrespectful. I forgot to mention this. How you gonna call Shannon Sharp a blogger and then say a normal pedestrian like yeah. that? Man, y'all the level of disrespect coming from y'all, like y'all really somebody is crazy Pro to me, man. Hall of Famer. It's ferocious, is what it is. <laughs> Shirts on sale. Go to boot.com. <laughs> yeah. Look, I love it. I love it. Now, unfortunately, I'm not gonna have the Lakers or the Grizzlies in my uh, in my altar call. But now, I just want to say I'm gonna keep it short. But uh, you know, I enjoy doing this podcast uh, with my brothers. You know, Aunt Pooh Bear. You know, whenever we had Chris on, um, and I love you know talking sports, talking LSU sports uh, with the guys, and also, you know, with everybody in the comment section. I love it. I love debating, even though, you know, y'all think 25% of the time, maybe 50% of the time y'all think I'm wrong. I don't feel that way. But 75%. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> but I, but uh, unfortunately, um, I will be stepping away from the podcast for a little bit. Um, due to some personal reasons I have uh, with my family that I need to take care of. I'll be more in the background. I'm not going away, but I will be stepping away for a little bit. And, uh, you know, everything is good with the guys. I appreciate them being understanding. And, um, you know, I will be in the comments watching when I can. But uh, just got to handle some personal things. I'll be back. 
And um, love you guys. Love everybody that come to the show. And y'all keep supporting. Thank y'all. And no, we're not taking no applications. So press <laughs> pressure and anybody else who's trying to take my boy spot. Y'all might as well save your time. He ain't <laughs> fired. It's, this ain't termination. This ain't two weeks notice. This is FMLA. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For sure. And we and we keep a track of them hours too. So don't think this finna be no extra extended leave neither, man. We done used up thirty six already this year, man. We and when you come and when you come back, your stapler gonna be gone. Don't look. Uh, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have a good chair too. <laughs> Who took my chair? Don't worry about it. You went here. Brian said, "Can he be a temp?" Uh, no. If, Brian, you can't even talk fast enough to keep up with him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, show will be over before you catch up, Ryan. <laughs> you, oh. you, Ryan, Ryan, will still be introduced now. We be doing all the call. Ryan talks on it. It's Ryan. <laughs> The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast Ooh, are those of the speaker Ooh, and do not Ooh, necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast. As all right. Oh, all right. man. I'm not, I'm not going to hell, child, man. We, already, we halfway there. Julian, you ain't got to fight. You'll be on the show soon enough. Baseball season almost here. All right. sure. Oh, we forgot to bring this up. Oh, yeah, we did forget to bring that up. But they didn't want that smoke, man. Yeah. Oh no, they didn't want that smoke Shannon with him, Sharp man. Said, Shannon Sharp know they didn't want that smoke. Shannon Sharp said uh they didn't want this smoke, Dave. He was talking to uh Dave uh what's that McMiniman. McMiniman. Uh he said they ain't want this smoke, Dave. They do all that talking and jockeying, and I ain't about that jockeying. It start with Dylan Brooks. I said he too too small to guard LeBron. He said F me. I said F you back. <laughs> he said, he said, skill, skill. He started he started to come at me. I said you don't want these problems. And then Ja came out of nowhere talking. He definitely ain't want these problems. Then the dad came over and obviously he didn't want no problems. But I wanted, <laughs> but I wanted anything they had. Don't let these fools oh. fool you now. Oh. So, like I said, yeah, yeah, that is. Hey, I just, I just wish, I just wish for one time, just like one I said, time, just one time, Shannon Sharp, give Skip Bayless that same smoke. Just one time, just I give keep Skip telling y'all, you don't think you don't think he wants to? I don't want to. Just do it, just one time, brother. You I got promise. contract obligations to fulfill. Yeah, man. I know, I know. And boy, Skipper have him off this show before he even what? sit back down in his chair. Yeah, <laughs> but man, but hey, man, uh, I do want to say, Daniel, man, uh, love you, bro. You know, what I'm saying handle you, your business, man. Do Just what you gotta do. Right do here, <laughs> Ryan said, I was gonna slow that. My tip service would be a year long job. For sure. Mm, mm. Mm, mm. Oh, man. Hey, you guys. <laughs> For one sentence. Man, he'll, he'll get three words a show. Man. <laughs> in, 20, uh, in 2,000 syllables. They just say them saying three words over and over again. <laughs> oh, man. Ryan, you might get DJ for us though. Hey, yeah. facts, facts. I heard you, yeah. I heard you be uh, icky, icky, icky. DJ Flavor. 
Yeah, that's why the work. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna say it, so I'm gonna stop. Boy, <laughs> y'all is going on scholarship. In the show. On In a the scholarship. <laughs> All right, y'all. Woo, man. Tomorrow with uh, HBCU Wild. Talk about the Aries stuff. So oh, tune man. in to that. And um, like that. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on Twitter at Golden Boot. On Instagram at Golden Boot. On YouTube at The Golden Boot Pod. On Facebook at The Golden Boot Pod. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.